passion, drive, and patience. The formula of winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything for you to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has it covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP it needs to be and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Again, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Summer's coming. Are you ready to unveil that beach pod? Manscaped is here to ensure your body is ready for the wild with their game-changing full-body grooming and hygiene product. Don't be the guy at the beach with Austin Powers chest hair. And maybe you've grown some winter man tits. At least you can make them hairless. It's time to get ready for hot guy summer by going to manscaped.com and getting 20% off and free shipping with my promo code Bubba. Manscaped is dedicated to helping you increase your confidence and level up your full-body grooming game with the Performance Package 4.0. The kit comes with the essential lawnmower 4.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formations to round out your grooming routine. Whether you're trimming your chest or your treasure chest in your pant, doesn't matter. This is the best trimmer on the market. Inside the performance package, you're going to find the Manscaped Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Ball Toner, Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant, and Moisturizer. Because we all know how painful chafing can be when you're wearing your bathing suit all day. Nobody likes nose hairs, so their package comes with the Weed Whacker 2.0 as well. You're also going to get two free gifts. The Shed Travel Bag, about a $39 value, and the patented high-performance Reduced Chafing Manscaped Boxers. And if you're wearing sandals, you're going to need to get the Manscaped Shears 2.0 Nail Kit. Having the right tools for grooming is essential. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. Get 20% off and free shipping with promo code Bubba at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with promo code Bubba at Manscaped.com. Trim your chesticles with the besticles at Manscaped.com. Escape.com, promo code Bubba. Welcome. It is the very exclusive five celebratory five millionth download show. Congrats to us. Yeah, congrats to us. And I, and <laughs> cheers, I, cheers. And I've been asked to do a show about this for years. And I never really, you know, I, I, it's like, well, you know, I, I, I probably should have done a show about this years and years ago. I mean, you might be able to repurpose this and, you know, let's make an exclusive podcast mm-hmm. uh, for a while. But then let's also chop it up into a vid. Okay. You know Perfect. what I'm saying? Yeah. Later on down the line. Will do. And so in, in March of 2004, following the Super Bowl, where Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake were doing a performance, and she had a Velcro top that covered her areola. Her it was jewel encrusted. It was like a moon, was it not? Yes, mm-hmm. it was. It was like metallic. Yeah, and the uh, the final they were like did it did it did it did and then the final grand finale when they like the song was over and they were all like striking a pose like he ripped off 
uh, like this little Velcro flap door. And she looks surprised. surprised. And she looks yeah. surprised. Fake surprised. Right. That didn't change her life. That changed me and Howard Stern's life. Justin Timberlake got bigger after that. Yeah. And so Cox Communication, I'll say it, they had a relationship with a guy named Douglas Vanderlyn. And he was this, this guy out of Jacksonville that had been put up, in my opinion, by Cox, by Cox management. Now, I later on went on. It's amazing, Anna. These companies all do this to each other. Mm-hmm. They tape each other. They're trying to get each other in trouble. And then sometimes the people that they used to get in trouble will end up come working for them, <laughs> like I did. Yep. And so they had a guy, as a matter of fact, uh, as I have the official documents here, he's he's mentioned, what, seven, eight, nine times? Uh, eight times. Dang. It said, uh, as of an initial, uh, I'm, I'm reading, I'm, re- I'm reading this. The Federal Communication Commission is authorized to license radio and television broadcast stations and is re- responsible for enforcing commission rules and appropriate statutory provisions concerning the operation of those stations. The commission's rule role and its overseeing program content uh, content is very limited. The First Amendment of the United States of the Constitution in Section 326 of the Act prohibit the commission from censoring program material and from interfering with broadcasters' freedom of expression. The commission does, however, have the authority to enforce statutory and regulatory provisions restricting indecency and obscenity specifically if it's in a violation of federal law to broadcast obscene and or indecent material. Title 18 of the United States Code, Section 1464, prohibits the utterance of any obscene or indecent profane language by means of radio communication. In addition, consistent with subsequent statute and court case 9, Section 73-3, 399 of the commissioner's rules prohibits the radio and television stations shall not broadcast indecent material between the hours of 6 a.m. and 10 p.m. After 10 p.m., it's affectionately known in the, in the business as the safe zone. Mm. You can get a little more provocative after 10 p.m. That's why, remember when Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew had their little show? It was always after our, dirt. Yeah. The I love, line. Love, love line. Love line. Right. Yep. And then before that was Dr. Judy, and they, they'll always do it at 10 o'clock mm-hmm. because you could have, you know, a girl call in and be like, at, you know, at 10.05, be like, love line, be like, yeah, you know, my boyfriend went down on me, and right. I was sucking his D. Oh. And, uh, you know. Dear. Well, I never, I mean, I just, right. I did that at 7.15 a.m. Yeah. As an initial matter, we find that all of the seven segments at issue in this notice of liability were broadcast during this prohibited time period. And at the time of day on the first specific complaint alleged by Mr. Douglas Vanderlyn and its first complaint 10, albeit not by all four of its caption stations in this regard, clear channel has acknowledged that segments one, two and seven were indeed broadcast and that the transcripts for these segments submitted by Mr. Vanderlyn are accurate. Clear Channel states that it did not retain audio recordings or transcripts of its own for the broadcasts encompassed by the meaning uh, by, uh, by the remaining three segments, three, four, five, and six. Consequently, as those segments Clear Channel reviews to admit or nor acknowledge, 
that the material in the transcripts provided by Mr. Vanderlyn aired as he alleges. 12, however, based on the, uh, the evidence before us, including Clear Channel's failure to refute adequately Mr. Vanderlyn's allegations. Again, Anna, this is one guy. Yep. This is one guy. The stations WXTB, WX, uh, w, uh, WRLX, and WPLA regularly aired the Bubba the Love Sponge program the entire period of time encompassed by all seven segments and does not claim that any of the stations edited the show. Consequently, we find that that stations WXTB, WRLX, WPLA broadcast all seven segments as alleged. Clear Channel, however, represents that the station WCKT, which I did not know I even had WCKT. <laughs> you had so many. You didn't did not be, I, had, I had so many fucking stations. <laughs> did not even uh, begin carrying the Bubba the Love Sponge show till October uh, 29 of 2001. Because segments one and two were broadcast before that. So, see, this guy was recording me for three or four years. I think I saw something in a news article that, yeah, it was like for three years. This straight. guy, this guy on a, had, and he had sent hundreds of complaints to the FCC. Jeez. So, uh, Lummy, here is, he, I found it. This is the C SPAN meeting. About this with John Hogan, the CEO of Clear Channel at the time. Oh, nice. Testifying. I was going to send you an article from the Herald Tribune that talks about your guy. Yeah. Dwight or whatever his name was. Oh, Douglas. Yeah. Send me that. I just sent it to you. I I didn't get it. Send it back. Unless I I got a full screen and it's not. Just send it back again. It's just talking about how he... Was a chemist, a father, and he filed a suit and send it, send it one more time. I All don't right. know why I'm not getting him. All right. Send it again. There, it's not coming up, lover. There it is. There All it right. came. I guess when I have things maximization, Willie, it's hard to see. Sorry. Here, I'll pull that over here. And this is, and they were they making him out to be a hero. Kind of just how like he went through filed a suit in April 2002 after steadily taping Bubba for two years. And then, you know, you're fine and all those different things and, you know, what what his complaints were for children and all that Dear readers, stuff. Tampa's Bubba the Love Sponge morning program originated from 98 Rock, recently made national headlines, but it was the cause of an FCC commission largest ever indecency fine. On January 27th, the FCC fined uh, WXTB and Clear Channel Communications $755,000. 27500 for each of its 26 indecency violations and a $10,000 each for filing infractions for seven broadcasts airing between November and December of 2001 from WXTB as, long as, as, as well as the other simulcasters, Port Charlotte's wherever and West Palm Beach's wherever. Jacksonville chemist, and father, Douglas, Douglas Vanderlyn, successfully filed suit in April of 2002 after steadily taping Bubba for two years. Vanderlyn was against at uh, was uh, was angst against the content freely aired for children and teens. Why don't you not let your kids listen, Mister Fucking Chemist? Bad dad. <laughs> bad dad. You're a bad dad. Right. Yeah. Oh, uh, blah 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 blah. 
and it just goes on to see that he just basically, you know, was, a, was, you was obsessed with me. And just kept filing after filing after filing against you. Yep. No wonder Bubba Field singled out for the FCC to supersize the fines and suddenly deem the parts of few, a few three-year-old so I'm sorry, parts of a three-year-old show is indecently as ludicrous. It needs to get serious, blah, blah, blah. I mean, like, they would go back, like, three like three years. Huh. Anyway, great find on that, Lummy. Oh, thanks. I can, remember, I can remember watching this with Brent Hatley and Tom Bean. And this is before, actually, we watched it. <clears throat> and when John Hogan testified, mm-hmm. we all, we threw a party. Pizza party? Because we knew they were going to have to compensate me and pay out my contract because he was not honest on the, he basically missed, you know, on a, you can kind of tell a little white lie when you're in circuit court, like, you know, cause you're speeding ticket. Sure. Your honor, I was only going 54 when you know you're going 60, but when you're in front of a judicial committee, yeah. when you're in front of, can't get away with white lies, you can't lie at all. Like no. you're, you're, you're fucked. It's that's some under oath shit. Yeah. So I'm watching this. This is this is this is one 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 of the things that one of the congressmen said right here. Walden. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I want to thank you for your continued efforts to find a way to clean up the nation's Mm -hmm. airwaves. Parents need all the help they can get. Now, it's clear from the testimony of our witnesses today that the nation's broadcasters and networks are hearing the concerns of our constituents. I commend you, Mr. Hogan, for dumping Bubba the love sponge into the garbage disposal. (laughs) Be interesting, let me to to Google Representative Greg Walden, Republican for Oregon from Oregon, and see what the fuck he's doing nowadays. Jeff, to the audience. That oh, you're not gonna. Sorry. Uh, does it, is it that sensitive? Man, it really is. Hold on here. Fuck, I'm just trying. I'm trying to replay. I'm trying to replay it, and it's not fucking letting me replay. Channel surfers who land on that. Sh- Show during commercials and appears on the screen. If dad or mom is in the kitchen, out of the room, or distracted, romped them on the cable. Did I already, did I, did I already okay. miss? No. Yo, a Paxton. Uh, All right. To be uh, is good friend Ed Markey from Massachusetts. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thank you for having this hearing. From our recent hearings, Not violation me. of the law and commission rules. Yeah. What's up? With, what's that guy doing nowadays? Uh, looks like he just didn't want to run for re-election in 2019, but yeah, he was a, uh, a long-time yep. public fucking tax dick sucker. 99 to 2021, sucking the dick. 99, 99 to 21. How many years? Yeah, uh, 1999 was his first year in to 2021. He was the U.S. House of Representative from Oregon's second district. How did I? How did I miss it? I I just. I just had it. I don't know. I just, I just had it. He didn't like Donald Trump's uh, attempts to finance his border wall project. I just had it. He just had it. Mr. Stearns. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, and uh, thank you for holding the hearing. I also, uh, like my colleague, uh, Mr. Bilirakis, want to welcome my good friend, uh, Mr. Bud Paxton, Chairman and CEO of Paxton uh, Communications Corporation, from Did I up miss in a, a different guy? world. Oh, right here, right here, right here. Right well, you right, can tell right harmful here. impact on children. If indecency rules and higher fines are intended to protect our kids, why isn't violence in more consolidated? 
as local deem offensive markup on this legislation. Now, it's clear from the testimony of our witnesses today that the nation's broadcasters and networks are hearing the concerns of our constituents. I commend you, Mr. Hogan, for dumping Bubba the Love Sponge into the garbage disposal and for suspending Howard Stern's program on Clear Channel stations. Here, let me. Stupid I need, Greg. I, I need. Stupid Greg. I need that fucking drop. Is that the best drop ever? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. The garbage. So I'm on a. You know, you know how much up ship crick you are when you're watching C-SPAN and they're mm-hmm. like, they're, your name's coming out of their fucking mouth, <laughs> like you're fucked. Or is it? Or is uh? There's no such thing as bad press, sort of deal. Oh yeah, there is. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, there's bad press. My bad, my friend. <laughs> my friend. They've got room for our multicast channels. Trying to. The majority of them, anyway. He and members have stated that it was a pleasure to be here. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. That's not the case for me today. So this is the CEO of Clear Channel. Here you go. He's gonna give me the good news. More than anything else, I'm embarrassed to be here. I've read the transcripts of the Bubba Radio Show. As a broadcaster, as the CEO, and as the father of a nine-year-old girl, I'm ashamed to be associated in any way with those words. They're tasteless, they're vulgar, they should not, do not, and will not represent what our radio stations are all about. So let me start my testimony today with an apology to our listeners, to the public in general, and to you in this room. When they get you on the railroad tracks, Honda, they fucking railroad you right out of town. Yeah, sounds like it. We were wrong to air that material, and I accept full responsibility for our mistake. And while we cannot take back those words that were aired on our radio stations, we are taking steps to ensure that it will not happen again. First, as you've heard earlier, we've ended our relationship with the personality known as Bubba. He will no longer be heard on any clear channel radio stations. His dismissal is costly and contentious, but for us, it's the right thing to do. Since we've received the notice of apparent liability from the SEC, my top management team has spent considerable time trying to figure out what went wrong and what we need to do to ensure a different approach is All right, so he goes on. Then here's the last little bit. Here's the last little bit right here, I think. Company-wide. Finally, Mr. Chairman, I'd like to point out that Clear Channel Radio airs tens of thousands of hours of programming each week that is in line with community standards and sensibilities. And I hope that the subcommittee will... Um, understand that the Bubba's of the world and the Howard Stern's of the world are the exception rather than the rule. There you go. And we were. <laughs> Lummy, um, we turn now to the analysis of these factors that relate to each segment to determine whether the material that was broadcast taken, into, taken in context is patently offensive as measured by contemporary community standards for the broadcast media. You mean Tampa, Florida, where there's more strip clubs per capita than any place in America? That's it. I thought it was in the world. It might be in the world. It might be in the fucking world. Let me double air, check that. Aired July 19th, 2001, between 6.30 and 8.30. This segment skit in which 
voices are purported, purportedly cartoon characters talk about <laughs> drugs and sex. This is the Scooby-Doo one, is it not? The first one, yeah. Yeah. All right, so hold on. This is my first 27,500 multiplied by, I think, three, because they three or four stations aired it. Hey, Scooby! Where are you? I think it's Portland. Hey, Scoob, I don't know about you, but I'm jonesing for something real bad. A Scooby snack? No, Scoob, I was thinking something a little better than a Scooby snack. A crack rock? Oh, yeah, Scoob, a crack rock sounds like totally awesome right now. But, like, I don't have any dough for the dope. You can rock Rick. What are you saying, Scoob? Rock Rick. We could suck dick for crack rock, Scooby. Now, again, this is beeped. It even says Scooby-Doo responds to Shaggy. We could suck bleep. <clears throat> D bleep kick. But for some reason, Lummy, I don't have the edited versions. These are... You know, totally unedited. Totally unedited. Because we did bleep them. We did bleep them. Mm-hmm. You're a genius. <laughs> now what's up, Fat Albert? Don't call me Fat Albert anymore. From now on, I'm Fat Diddy Daddy. What makes you so bad, Fat Diddy Daddy? Well, for your information, last night... Jennifer Lopez was sucking Diddy Daddy's dick. Look but out, Fat But Albert. I told you, that's Fat Diddy Daddy. Look but out, Fat But Diddy But Daddy. Puff But Daddy's do been up a driver by. Oh, Bonoba. He But Diddy killed Fat But Diddy But Daddy. George Jensen. It's not even that big a deal. No. Especially if you guys could hear him with the bleeps. Like, the bleeps totally made him not a big deal. Like, really not a big deal at all. Big news, Jane. I don't need Viagra anymore. I got a spacely sprocket cock ring. Just one <laughs> flip of the switch. Help, Jane! Stop this crazy thing! Why do you look so frustrated? I haven't been late in almost six weeks. <laughs> well, you know what the problem is. What? It's that fucking pussy music we play. And again, it was beeped out. What do you mean? If we want to get the bitches, we have to play more kick-ass music. Like what? Check this shit out, Alvin. Suck on my furry chipmunk balls. Put them in your mouth and suck them, filthy chipmunk whore. <laughs> what the hell? Suck on my furry chipmunk balls. They taste like pistachios. They're warm and fuzzy. Suck on my balls. So, boom, That's that was my first fine. My second fine, Lummy, July 19th, 2021. This Vanderlin was so precise that he had, you know, the day... And, and again, this is 04. This is this is February of 04 that the or March of 04 that these are that these hearings are going down. This is nearly three years old. Between 6:30 and 8:14 p.m. This segment, a male applicant for a ball for a job as an underwear model, 
calls the underwear model hotline. This was a Ned call. And again, it was beeped. Let me, we've never gone through these before, and we got no. all of them but one, I think, right? I, I believe so, yeah. Hi, you have reached Kate with the Structure Underwear Model Search Hotline. I'm sorry I can't take your call right now, but if you leave your name, number, and a brief message, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thank you. Hello? Yeah, pick up. Somebody pick up. Hello? Hello, Kate? Can I speak to Kate, please? This is urgent. Structure Model Search. Jennifer speaking. Can I help you? Yes, I was uh, trying to get a hold of Kate. I saw this thing in the paper that you're conducting an underwear model search, and... And I would, I need to find out how to enter, because I'm definitely your man. Well, I can help you, sir. Uh, what information do you need? Just how to enter? Well, yes, you could. I mean, I've done a lot of nude modeling and, mm-hmm. and underwear modeling, and i, I got to tell you, the response I get is just phenomenal. So, uh, sir, give me some details about yourself. Yeah, you know, I have a pretty good body, you know. I'm toned, uh, mm-hmm. slightly muscular, tan, washboard stomach, all that. But, uh, frankly, my best uh, attribute is, is my penis. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't want to sound like an egomaniac, but my... D- is a work of art. Um, I mean, it's like the hand of God came down and, mm-hmm. and molded the perfect d- out of clay and stuck it on my body. <laughs> you, you catch my drift here? Uh, and again, all of it's beeped. All of it's beeped. I, I do. However, it's not nude modeling. It's an underwear. Uh, it's an underwear uh, modeling I'm, show. I mean, my d- should be hanging in the fucking loop uh-huh. right next to the Mona Lisa. It's, right. It is my firm belief that every person in the world should be able to see my d- Sir, I don't really need to hear that. As a matter of fact, I have an 8x10 glossy in my penis. Uh-huh. Uh, I could fax that to you. No, you don't need you... to do that, sir. You can just send yeah. us, uh, if you have um, a, a rather, uh, just a, a shot of uh, just your body clothed, that'll do. Well, you don't seem to grasp the magnitude mm-hmm. of, of my penis's gorgeousness. Well. I mean, I, it's the perfect penis. Mm-hmm. Every inch, every every. Every See, like even on it, like oh, I guess I guess this is beep, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Every ounce of gold, purple. Yeah. Light. Sir, that's way too much information, and and that's not appropriate. It's, it's like it's like a Van Gogh or, or a mm-hmm. Picasso. I mean, Sir, I'm sure I'm 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 sure it is. I imagine what it would look like in in a pair of structure underwear. Mm-hmm. I mean, glorious, I'm sure. But I, I could start a cult with this. Dick. Millions of people worshiping my penis. <laughs> oh, we gotta. I gotta maybe a collect call here, uh, Lobby. Maybe a. Should I take it? Yeah. Uh, hello, it's Bubba. You're on the air. Hello. Yo. Hello. Hello. Trying to give you every dime you, uh, that I owe you. Hello. Loop. Thank you. I tell you, get collection calls to go away. Just no. tell them they're alive on the air. <laughs> like, honest, so far this isn't really that big a deal. No, not at all. The Reverend Sung Young Moon didn't have a d- like this. I'll tell you that right now. You know what, sir? I, you know, I don't need that much information. I, I, I think that, you know... Basically... You know, you, you, we could probably just wrap this thing up right now. Just give me the job. I mean, I'm your man. Mm-hmm. Well, you just need to send in the proper information, not the information that you're telling me. No, no look, sweetie pie. Do you, do you think there's another man in America who can lift a 25-pound weight with his penis? <laughs> I can tie a 25-pound weeder plate to my d- and do 13 reps. Mm-hmm. You understand? You I, do you understand what I'm saying? I, I got I got fucking muscles in my. Cock. Oh my god! Do, do you know anybody else who's got muscles down there? No, no, I don't. I'm, and I mean, if I f- and by the way, let me. This is the first time we've played all seven. Yes, but I think we only found six. But still, flex my penis. I, I can. Sp- We're commemorating the five millionth download on our podcast by giving you this super exclusive stuff. Lit my fucking pants like the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> you know what? I I think that's really. 
great information, but again, we're not going to need that. I'll do it right now. I'll put the phone between my jeans. I'm going to flex my dick like Arnold Schwarzenegger. And then you... Hello? Hello? All right. Uh, segment three aired November 14th, 2020, uh, 2001, between 7 and 8.55. That's how specific this guy... Talk about fucking being obsessed. Why are you so obsessed with us? In segment... Uh, in this segment, 31, one of the men participating on on on-air discussion is Ned, a self-described loud masturbator. Who uh, his his views? He views the act of masturbating in a public as a performance, and states that he looks as though he's having a grand mal seizure when he does it. When asked to, do, by the way, this is all transcribed in like U.S. government. When asked to do so by the host, Ned, with increasingly drumbeat rhythms. Uh, as he, uh, uh, as an, accomp- an, ac- an accomplishment or something, reenacts masturbating and reaching orgasm. Despite the use of euphemisms, such as waxing your carrot, referring to masturbation, or and sparky, <laughs> referring to his penis, the sexual reference in the segments are unmistakably and sufficiently explicit to satisfy the first criteria of our on, of our contextual analysis. The entire segment dwells at length on masturbation, thus the second criteria of our uh, context, whatever. <clears throat> so, Anna, you can, here, here is, this is Ned and the, is, is this, let me, this is Ned and the ins and outs yes. of the Pasco Pussycat. Here we go. This is violation number uh, number four. Violation. Yes. Good morning, hello. Hi, this is Judy. I work at Pasco Pussycat down here in Port Ritchie. And I heard this is Ju- Hold on, this is Judy, and you work at the Pasco Pussycat in uh-huh. Port Ritchie. What is the Pasco Pussycat? An adult novelty movie store. It sounds classic. It's an adult, yeah. <laughs> Bice, where are you going tonight with your old lady? Uh, figured we'd uh, have some dinner and maybe pop on down to the Pasco Pussycat. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Me and my old lady were there last night. It worked out pretty nice. Now, what do you do at the Pasco Pussycat? Oh, I'm just a clerk. I work at the computer. Oh, you work at the computer. Yeah, we don't have any of those dancers or anything. You just got those rooms where people can self-pleasure themselves, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Do you have to go in and clean the self-pleasure? Yeah. You do? Oh. 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 Do, do, yeah. The, do, do the people just right there on the walls? Uh, not so much. They're pretty They're pretty neat. They bring, like, you know, tissues or whatever. They'll go do, to you the off, do you offer a tissue? No, they go to the bathroom first and grab, like, paper towels or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. They're, they're tell, me, tell me you're not just uh, pretty much telegraphing what you're fixing to do. When you go to the bathroom first, have a big wad of paper towel, then go into <laughs> one of the little booths. <laughs> no. Oh, don't mind me. A little bit of a cold today, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> Nose is a little bit runny. <laughs> don't you have, tell me you don't have perverts stamped across. These are six of the seven FCC fines that got me the highest fine, one-time fine, by the Federal Communications Commission. For your forehead right there. Yeah, like you can't do that at home. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Just do it VCR is $98. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, honest to God, you can buy a real nice VCR for less than 100 bucks. Do you, do you get regulars? We do. We have lots of regulars there. Okay. Do they walk in and it's like, hey, you know, hey, Jim. Hey, Norm. Hey, Jim. Fred, how you doing? <laughs> hey, uh, hey uh, Jimmy, stay out of booth six. Just got done. You know what I'm saying? Woo. Gotcha. Thanks for the tip. No problem. Booth four looking clean today. Well, I got crazy in there today. <laughs> I was slinging it everywhere on booth five. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I actually think it's How pretty much. How much does it cost to watch one of those? The booth or the theater? And I don't know. The booth or the theater? Oh, 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 oh. There's a theater portion, oh, which is like a lot of people. Um. Well, it's 
like a little tiny movie theater. We had to take every, every other seat because the county doesn't want people sitting next to each other. Yeah, obviously. Long arms. Now hold on. Uh, you know, usually, usually the things that the county mandates, I think, are stupid. But I got to give one of these for the Pasco <laughs> County for this. That's. <laughs> I mean, that's, usually they're coming up with boneheaded stuff. That's you know, you the can't greatest Sydney ordinance ever. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to put to, to give to give yeah. you a, you know a little bit of a buffer zone between the next guy that's spizzanking it over there. That's the health department. The health <laughs> department. I wonder who voted that in on the yeah. council. It's like I'd you, like you, to you, propose you, a motion. I like. To, yeah. What would you mean, motion there, sir? Uh, well, I'd like to propose that the, a space of one person between everybody at the GSAC. She has Oh, over the Pasco puts a cat. At the Pasco yeah. puts a cat. You know, as a matter of fact, when I was over there a couple days ago, the guy was elbowing me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he Can somebody second that, please? I second. Anybody third? I third, fourth, fourth. <laughs> motion passed. <laughs> Thank officially, God. Officially, uh, uh, an empty space. Every other guy on the Jizak Shizak of the uh, of the Pasco Pizza Cat. I'd like to see how that's written in law. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't think this is a big deal. No, early wood in the books. Because I wouldn't want to get elbowed. You know, guys got you know, guys got some RPMs going. All of a sudden, whack. Again. Uh, yeah. $179 to a five-disc uh, Toshiba DVD player. Right. You can sit at home and uh, fist a fury can, until yeah. your heart's content. Wax that carrot all day long. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Now, when you're in the general population, you're not, you're not in a private booth, but instead you're in one of those, uh, you know, you're in the theater portion with, of course, a, the complimentary seat between you. I mm-hmm. mean, do people start doing it there, too? Oh, well, uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, hold on now. Oh, What's going uh, on here? Here we go. Say it isn't so. Ned, tell me you don't go to the Pasco Pussy Camp. So I've been there on occasion, and I prefer the theater to the booth. Why? For the voyeurism aspect? Uh, yes. Yeah, sometimes I even get a round of applause from uh, another patron, so <laughs> it's, you know, kind of a, a show-off thing. You mean a guy, will, like another guy will put you over? Oh, yeah, they'll be just kind of, they have to actually stop what they're doing and just go, whoa. Well, based on volume or based on uh, distance? Just, uh, you know, style. (laughs) Performance. Performance. Presentation. Facial expressions. Style. Uh, You know, it's, you know, everybody's got their own style. Well, hold on now. Plus, Ned puts himself over. When Ned's doing it, Ned doesn't, you know, most people are like, oh, Ned, Ned, you know. Oh, Oh, Lord. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, it's amazing that, let me see, the ins and outs of the Pasco Pussycat, Ned's underwear, but. Uh, two, two, two of the of the of the seven lummy were from a guy that's not even real. Yep, Ned. There's quiet mass, ma- you know, master masturbators, and then there's you know, there's loud masturbators. Yes. And Ned happens to be the lather. Looks like I'm having a grand mal seizure. <laughs> Give us an example, like you know, maybe some of the words you use, or I mean, it's always oh god. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Just you know, start off slow. Hold on, I'll, I'll give, I'll give, I'll give you this. Oh yeah. Oh man. I mean, like, what's the big deal about this, really? Now you'll be, you'll say that. Oh God. Oh yeah, people, are, you know, that's what those guys are there for anyway. They want to see a show. It's coming. Oh man. Oh yeah. A couple hundred RPMs going. Oh God. Oh Lord. Sweet Jesus. Sweet Jesus. Oh, hang on. I lost my concentration. Sweet Jesus. Yeah, yeah, I got to build it back up. How's it? Hey, what's up, Jeff? Uh, Sparky, what's up? Oh, oh God. And, and see here, they completely got it wrong. They said that he referred to Sparky as his penis when clearly he didn't. No. Like, <laughs> here I go again. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go. Oh, yeah. 
big about that? Hmm. Nothing. Uh, segment four, November 19th, 2001, between 8 and 9 a.m. In this segment, segment 32, three males interview a female caller about her sexual exploits with Spider, another <laughs> man. They discuss the largeness of Spider's penis, the length of time their sexual encounter lasted, the sexual technique they, techniques they used. Uh, this one's actually pretty long, Lummy. Oh, this yeah. one here is pretty long. Let's see. This is the crazy bitch that uh, supposedly banged Spider and then threatened to kill herself. This chick is nuts. What do you guys think? See, you, you guys don't even know if I bang Spider or not, okay? First of all, if you want to be on my show, you better back off your attitude about five notches or I'm going to come kick your ass. Whoa. Why don't you come kick my ass then? <laughs> I will. Well, I'm like, I, that wouldn't fly today. Would no. it? Telling your woman you're going to kick their ass. Because I'll beat your ass down. I don't know. She's pretty fat. And with- Watch out. Easy there, fatty. Watch your language, hip pork. Fat. All right. She was real fat, Anna, and we just, you can see that we weren't very nice to her. I, I can see that. First of all, I can prove that I felt so fat. Fat. Yeah. Are you there? Is that all you guys can say? Fat. Well, you said that you're 140, and you're really 340. So why'd you lie? You know what? Because you guys are so damn shallow. Fat. Right. Did you bang Spider? Yes, I did. In the studio. Fat. I didn't say in the studio. I told you later it wasn't in the studio. Okay, you banged Spider. You then called my Fat. show last week and said that you were going to file some type of charges on our radio station. And you said that it w- w- did you not bang him consensually? Yes, I did. I didn't. <clears throat> see, you guys. Now, hold on. Answer my question. Answer my question. Fat. You're on the you're on the uh, you're on the witness protect you're on the witness stand and you just answer my questions. So <clears throat> did you did Spider rape you? No, he did it. Okay. Did you have con- adult consensual sex with Spider? Yes, I did. So that you were agreed to the fact of having sex with him and he agreed to the fa- fact of having sex with you. Yes, he okay. did. You then called the radio station up, try to say that you're going to sue us based on some stupid crap that based on being pork. Oh. Watch your f word, okay? Now you then. Supposedly got embarrassed on the radio and whatever, and you called Spider up on his answering machine and threatened to kill yourself. Why would you do that? I was drunk, okay? <clears throat> no, no, wait a second. She didn't threaten to kill herself. She threatened to jump off the candy the bridge. bridge. <laughs> now, you know you can't kill yourself jumping off a bridge and trying to like 40 feet tall. Like, Anna, no wonder I was nice. so fucking fast. Like, no wonder. I probably had people that were into eating, like, maybe, maybe the, I had maybe an inflated share due to the fact that I was getting people that maybe not liked me, but like to hear fat asses eat on the air. I'm sure there's a subsection Oh, of absolutely. Why the candy bridge? ASMR. Yeah. Eating some yayas. Very okay. forward-thinking. Fat. If you would have chosen... I mean... That wasn't me, first of all. I'll, I'll say it, bitch. Fat. Okay. Hold fat. on. Hold on. Hold on, Porky. <laughs> no. Would you not... Oh, you guys are so <clears throat> Would you not... <laughs> Think that you should jump off the Sunshine Skyway? That's where everybody kills himself, not the Gandhi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's a lot of suicides at the Gandhi Bridge. <laughs> yeah. That's like saying I'm going to... I'm gonna... <laughs> I used to swan dive off the Gandhi with my buddies during like, high school, man. I'm going to shoot myself with a BB gun right in the temple. I'm going to overdose on Fred Flintstone vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> Stand by. I'm going to play the suicide call. This is from Spider's perspective. This is the message I'll left on my voicemail. Spider's voicemail. <laughs> indicating that the stalker was going to jump off the Gandhi Bridge, all three feet of it, end her life, <laughs> and was very sorry for messing up my life, which she did a pretty good job of after my program director gave me the business. 
Well, they here it goes. The, <laughs> the beeps actually protect any anonymity I have left. Is that ever an anonymity? Well, here it goes. Wednesday at 4.52 p.m. By the time you receive this phone call, this message, and the letter I'm about to send you, I will have already jumped from the Gandhi Bridge. <laughs> Are you there? Can't you laugh with... Anna, that's like, I think you I think you formerly just recently with... Or, or for a long, long time, you and Le- Reagan lived on the second floor of an apartment complex. Yes. Okay. Now, if you jumped off of it, it, you might break an ankle. You could maybe even kill yourself if you had just dove in head, head first. first. yeah. But that would be like if you left, I'm going to jump off my balcony tonight and kill myself. Like, you know, if you were on the 15th floor. Yeah, but, do some damage. <laughs> Second floor. <laughs> I get caught in some hedges. <laughs> Can't we turn yeah. this into a positive where we all start laughing? No, see, you guys laugh at everything. <clears throat> By the time you get this, I will have already eaten 15 McNuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Fat. See, you, guys, you guys don't even know who I am. Fat. Stand by, stand by. I'm gonna keep, hold on. We're, we're I've gonna, seen we're, you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You and I, baby. Hold on. Don't go anywhere. I'm so sorry. There's so much going on right now, and I just can't cope with it anymore. I'm dying anyway, and all I have done is made you miserable, and I am so sorry. And there's no way that I can take any of this back. There's no way that I can make up for what I've done. I'll never expect you. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get when you're talking through Mint Mobile. I mean, I can't believe that I've been living some other life with all this scratchy mobile when I can get crystal clear and the best mobile through Mint Mobile. And I can do it all for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. I can afford this. How much have I been paying on my other plan? Probably getting gouged. But it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plan. I mean, I'm talking jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. Say goodbye to all that nonsense. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with a premium wireless plan starting at 15 bucks a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium Premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash B-U-B-B-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to 15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabyte on unlimited plans. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com mobile for details achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking what's your secret begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 bite clear aligners are doctor directed and delivered to your door treatment costs thousands less than braces plus they offer flexible financing accept eligible insurance and you can pay with your hsa fsa Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. 
Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. To forgive me, I deserve to die. <laughs> Man. What is she already dying of? I want to. Yeah. What are you dying of? Supposedly. What does this matter? Supposedly. You guys are just thinking that it's really funny. It's a, no, it's a blood clot I mean, disorder did, of some kind. Did you write this? Was this written, or did this come off the top of your head? Because it seems it sounds like it was written. No. Like I said, I was drunk. Okay. Well, you're pretty well versed for being drunk. I mean, you're not slurring or nothing. Right. I got to give you credit. You're at least you're you know you're pretty together drunk. Fat. Stand by. Stand by. Stand by. Stand by. Stand by. Stand by. This is not out of pity. And this is not out of anger. What a I am so sorry. I am mad at myself. I am so stupid for everything that I've... I, I, I still don't know why this would be a problem. But Any grief I've caused hmm. you. And I don't know what to do with myself now. I, I don't know what kind of action, other things to take. I don't know what other action to take. I've tried to drink myself to... Become calm, and I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I need to become calm. It's like Anna at brunch. She needs to go out with us on the weekend. Hang you out need to go her. out with me and Fabrizi. We'll, we, we get the throttle wide open. We'll drink you to calmness. Yeah. <laughs> to a coma. We'll make you shoot yourself. <laughs> Are you there? I'm here. And okay. film it and put it on Bubba TV. Yeah. If you do jump off the Gandhi, can I film it for Bubba TV? I won't be the first attempted suicide. I want to have that on Bubba TV. <laughs> the Gandhi Bridge. Stand by, ma'am. I'm sorry. I'm heading out now, and I'm signing off. Oh, signing off. Were you headed out and signing off? <laughs> you know what happened after I started drinking all that? What? I got really sick, and I wound up in the hospital. And Spider was, for somebody that really doesn't give a crap about me, he sure was calling back a lot. Yeah, he, he, he figures he's get pinned for a suicide gimmick. Well, how, do murder. You, you know you know he's gone to the cops about you, and he has a warrant, a trespassing warrant, and... You know, he a had to change his report. He had to change his phone number because of you. Right. You know what? That doesn't really bother me because uh, he obviously. No, no, no. You don't understand. I did sleep with Spider, and see, I can tell you anything you want to know about him. How long is his penis? Uh, about six inches. Is it so? It's medium. It's medium. Yeah. At, at best. At what what position did you guys sleep in? Um. Let me just tell you this. He's a jackrabbit. That's all he is. Hop on, hop off. <laughs> so it wasn't very long. No, um, he said something about having prostate infections or something. <laughs> prostate infections. <laughs> Get a spider. Get a spider on the phone right he now. Ch- he changed his phone number. We don't have it. Oh, man. So yeah, how long, and, 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 and when he banged you, how long did it last? About two minutes. You're kidding me. I'm not joking. <clears throat> what position? From behind? No, first it was missionary. <clears throat> So the reason why we're playing all this stuff are these are the six or seven fines that the FCC deemed uh, were offensive and objectionable, and I got fined 27500 for each of them, multiplied by how many stations they aired on, making it a total fine of like $710,000, and then they had like a $45,000 uh, you didn't keep proper file kicker making me the largest one-time find radio personality in the history of our industry, which is probably why I'm on podcasting right now. <laughs> and to celebrate our 5 millionth download on said podcasting, Ooh. this is the first time that we've done a show about this. Even, um, right, oral. You know, after yeah, after you, then, get, you gave him oral. See, and then, like, 
Did he give you oral? God, I hope not. <laughs> What do you mean you hope not? It's just not good going down on a heavier side check on oral. There's some cheese you know down there. He didn't even tell you the whole story on why I'm heavy, and he didn't tell you that I am losing weight now. He didn't tell you any of that. Are you what? still going to kill yourself? Why are you heavy? I'm heavy because of my illness, okay? And I've, I've, I've gone... I was heavy because of my illness. It was called an eating disorder. Yeah, eating disorders are an illness now. No, no, no. Anna, can you understand why we had like a 30 share? Everybody was listening. Oh, yeah. Everybody wanted to hear It was this. called Tony's Buffet three times a day. With a side of our Wendy's fries. Biden was trying to make sure that I ate every day. <laughs> he, did good, he obviously did a good job. He was, to, he, was to, he was trying to plump you up a little bit. He was like fattening that turkey for Thanksgiving. I'm going to get this bitch nice and fat. Brent, it's like that fat. Somebody check Brent. He's having a convulsion over here. Somebody check Brent. He's having a convulsion. Easy, Brent. Why? Was he trying to plump you up a little bit? Are you like a ballpark plank, Frank? You plump when we banging? Plump when you bang. <laughs> He's a ballpark Frankie. You plump when you're banger. How big are you? What does it matter? Well, because I just want to get a gauge. She's big. I've seen her. How big would you say, Spice? Uh, I'd say about 250, 260. Whoa, okay, so she's hey. a big girl. Yeah. That's not too bad. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Really? Say on, she, she needs to lose 100 pounds. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah, that's right. 100 pounds, man. That's not too bad. All right, stand by. More, more of this, more of this. I'm sorry, <laughs> And I just want you to know that I really did care about you. But it wasn't me. I don't know why you're saying that I called you. I never called you. Friday and Saturday night, I was in Ybor City. I was with some friends. And if I were to live to tell about it, they could vouch for me. Well, if I were to live and tell about it. So at this point, you, you really did want to kill yourself, didn't you? I wasn't sure. I basically wanted him to feel bad. It's, it's kind of like that. What, what fat chicks do when they feel insecure. They want to get sympathy, right? No, it has nothing to do with being overweight. I have more confidence. Now, you know what's upsetting me about this whole thing? Stand by. Even though you'd never believe me or never trust me again. I'm sorry. Like I said. Were you driving a hot rod? <laughs> no, she was on the bridge, I think. Were you on the bridge? No, I was on my cell phone. Oh, okay. Were you going to, if you do jump, well, can we duct tape your cell phone to your face and then do play-by-play as you're headed down? <laughs> Hold on, baby. I'm sorry. And I will definitely walk out of your life forever. Goodbye. Walk out of your life. End of message. Jump. Wow. That is pretty drama. That's a lot of drama right there, baby. My mother was in town yesterday, and she just recognized my voice. I wasn't here to listen to the whole thing. Hey. I just gained weight this year. Oh, you were thin? I'm I'm gonna, it only on. took a year to gain that weight. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna get that for a T-shirt. I just gained weight this year. Yeah, I was skinny year. last year. Took so me about it ten. Was, it was the treatment I was under. What is that? Uh, intravenous Big Macs. No. <laughs> 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 wait, give it, wait, three Big Macs. Stat. Yeah, we don't have anything else to talk about in the show. The show was going nowhere fast. It was an abortion of best. Now we actually got some entertaining rhetoric now. Well, I'm glad you find entertainment in it, you know. Hey, we're not the fat bitch that banged Spider and tried to kill ourselves and left on his answering machine now. Don't blame us. No, but what pisses me off is he denied the whole thing. I mean, but why don't you ask him who he's really banging now? I mean, because supposedly his roommate, um, a male, seems to be defending his honor all the time. Now, are you making the allegation that Spider may be homosexual? I never said anything. That's what it's basically leading up to. Yeah, we can, we can, 
Wat? De dating game. So far, there's nothing wrong with this. The newlywed game, right? Well, according like, to it, it's when you talked about oral sex. Oh, we're back. So just that little so, bit. I mean, are you going to kill yourself? Are you, are you okay now? Uh, Do you need some help? Do you want me to get you some professional help? What? It's offensive and indecent. That's what it, me- it means. It's shocking you know and intimidating. I don't need any publicity. I'm going to get, I mean, I have, I'm You're going to kill yourself quietly. You don't want to be publicized. You know what? I, Let me just tell you something. Don't kill yourself. What's that going to do for you? That's not going to do nothing. I mean, you know, we have one less chick that likes to crank down DJs. We need all those that we can get. I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah, we depend on those. Yeah, we I'm, de- I'm glad you guys find this funny. We depend on uh, like fat, frustrated, insecure chicks to take I'm not care. Insecure at all. To take care of the uh, the spiders out there. They think of poor spider. He does overnights on the weekend. We have to find some crazy psycho bitch to screw him. Could have seen how mushy he was when he first met me. I didn't want to go out with him. Really? Yes. Why don't you tell me? Well, see, what happened was, okay, I called up into the station, and we started talking and this, and he started asking me some questions, and I told him, look, I said, I'm sick, I'm going to start getting weight. He said, that doesn't matter to me, I want to meet you, you sound like a nice girl. And then every morning, he was, you know, he was calling me to see how my Hold doctor's... On. I've tried to pick up many chicks over the telephone before, and when, the, when a girl told me she was sick and she's going to start gaining weight uh, at increments of 100, I That's a brizzle. Well, he claimed he wasn't shallow, okay? <clears throat> I am. Oh, well, great. I'm glad you are, Bubba. Hi, I'm Bubba, and I'm shallow. <laughs> I'm going to start telling, I'm going to introduce myself to the girls. Hi, uh, what's your name, Beth? Mm-hmm. I'm Bubba, and I'm shallow. Oh. I'm super professional. I got a lot of money. I know you like me because of my money. I'm a little bit overweight, but uh, the bottom line is I can give you some nice stuff. And I'm all about you being hot. You're hot. I like chicks that are hot. I won't date a fat bitch. And the bottom line is, would you want to go out? Mm-hmm. Who's Beth? I'm looking for a shallow fat guy. Okay, cool. You guys act like you've never been fat in your life. I've been fat. I still am fat. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you want to go fill out the police report yesterday, and the cops go, wait a second. Are you that guy they were talking about on the radio today? <laughs> He goes, he goes, yeah, the cop goes, oh, great. That means I already don't have the story. <laughs> he started writing out the report. You know, it's amazing how many people listen to this radio show. Everybody at my job listens to it. And believe me, I heard about it last night. Well, what did they say? They just said, you know, well, I don't want to say exactly what they said. They said you're a psycho bitch. No, no, actually, they felt like you guys were a bunch of pricks. Well, well we are. We are. <clears throat> but behind, behind your back, I they, just want to let you know that they think you're a psycho bitch. Yeah, behind your back, they think you're fat. <laughs> 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 that was a good fat, too, by the way. That was a good one, man. You mixed that right in real nice. What is she, Richard? Fat. <laughs> we are pissing off is that, women. Is that all you guys have on me? Fat. <laughs> we are pissing. No, she's psycho, too. Psycho fat bitch. See, you guys don't even know what went on. Psycho. You guys didn't fat know that he was calling bitch. me every day. Fat. Psycho. Fat. fat. Slut. Bitch. Psycho. Fat. Bitch. Psycho. Groupie. Groupie. Whore. Psycho. Fat. 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 Groupie. But it fucked me up. Oh, here we go. Oh, I, my I want my psycho fat groupie whore groupie whore. I want my psycho fat groupie whore groupie whore. I want my psycho fat groupie psycho fat groupie whore. Fat groupie whore. <laughs> What's?
right. The tw- here we go. Now I don't know one hundred percent if this is it, but it says it says it looks like it's between two segments too. Of the in this segment, a male host and two female co-hosts interview or talk uh, with two female student and guests who are participants in the contest of winter breast implant surgery. The host takes pictures of the women and directs and describes them in poses. Give me a little more ass. And you, we don't know if this is it or not. No, but it's one here. Segment six and seven, so it's they're both the same. About is Amy weeks. White? Amy, there. Yeah, it's me. Are you? Uh, are you? Well, obviously, you're probably very excited. Yeah, I'm very excited. I just want to get. I just want to get. You know, Doctor Diaco's office is going to be calling you here. You know, getting every getting everything arranged and stuff. Okay. I, I just want to get something. You know, make sure that we have a, a clear cut agreement that you know, because unlike last year, I didn't ask the girls this question. You know, specifically. Uh huh. But the the final question is, you know, will you? Do you promise that you will come back in and let us see your brand new ones once you get them? Hell yeah, I will. I'll definitely come back. You promise? Yes, I promise. All right, and I can contractually hold you that. <laughs> yes. All right, I don't think I was it. Um, no, let me. That's but, okay. This is the oldest ones. <laughs> anyway. This is the final violation when the guys saw my balls. Hmm. I, I I had a tummy tuck done by Dan, and I had to have like this like this um, compression thing around my <clears throat> around my stomach. Those are brutal, right? Yes, they're so brutal. The they're tummy like, tucks, and and so, but it had a cutout for your balls, Lummy. You had to like wear them like almost like. Um, like athletic, tight fitting, you know, like like sprinter shorts. Yeah, like and they went halfway oh, biker up. shorts. Yeah, and they went halfway up your stomach to compress, and but they had a little notch for your balls. Mm, ball notch. And I was peeing in the bathroom, and it just happened to be my balls were kind of hiked up on the the compression garment. And Spice looked at him. He goes, oh, my God, your ball- no, my balls are not that big. Your balls. Your I balls didn't... are not big at all. But the way they were hiked up in this p- particular compression thing, Spice Boy comes back and goes, oh, my God, you should see Bubba's balls. Like what? His balls. His fucking balls. And my balls are not. My balls are probably on the smaller side. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. probably. Not that day. And so. I think Manson or Ned writes, Bubba's got big balls, and oh, that, and that gets us in trouble. Honey, I didn't know that I had big ones, but I guess I got big ones. I never have been told that, guys, that my oh. testicles were abnormally large. That's the first time I've ever seen them testicles that big, pornos or anything. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. You could, you could break into the porn business like yeah. that, man. I think you <laughs> might have genital elephantitis. I'm serious. We get those things checked out. You've got abnormal size. Yeah, boys. they're huge. Well, he's the big, fat king of shock jock impropriety. They got big ones. And Bubba's balls are of the coconut-sized variety. They were hanging. And he wore extra-large-sized diapers when he was very small. In fact, his balls were so damn big that Bubba couldn't even crawl. Oh, Bubba's got big oh, balls. Oh, you do? Serious? Giant big balls. A testimonial. They're shaped like beach balls. And they're stinky big balls. Oh, Ned has big balls, and Spice Boy, he's got big balls. Huge But Bubba's got the biggest huge. balls of them all. Bubba's balls are always itching, and they're full of little crabs, and Brit likes to bounce them up and down <laughs> on his chin. I mean, uh, and if you claim that yours are bigger, then you're just a f***ing liar. 
Bubba's balls could heat Alaska if they ever caught on fire. Bubba's balls bounce on the floor every time he gets undressed. Jesus. And those things would be a D-cup if you stuck them on your chest. I got a big one. Bubba's balls are firm and meaty and they never ever droop. One time I even saw a black man try to dunk one through a hoop. Oh, Bubba's got big balls. That's huge. Giant big balls. Softballs. Okay. They're shaped like beach balls and they're stinky big balls. Hanging. Yes, Ned has big balls and oh, Spice Boy's got big balls. But Bubba's got the biggest. That's huge. Balls of them all. You got some cantaloupe down there. And he's just itching to tell you about them. Do they look big from the side? At nausea. I think it would look fairly impressive uh, if I would show it to you guys. Ingrown hairs. Got a big one. Pimples. Oh. Cottage cheese. Yeah, you need to start coping on it like a produce. Chafing. Jesus. Cocky. So those are the six of of seven. Right, Lummy? Yes. And that's it. It's the first time I've played them all. We're going to offer this as a show, and then Anna will offer them individually uh, as well. Lummy, this is, I think the last, we'll end it. Is this when I was on Deborah Norville? Yeah, Deborah Norville. See, fine. Did you have ever. a crush on her for a little oh, bit, or God, you she, said she was hot? She was so fucking hot in person. Oh, my God. God, she was so fucking hot. Following a radio sketch featuring a couple of cartoon characters, a crack house, and some prostitutes. Mm-hmm. Clear Channel promptly <laughs> fired Bubba. Nice and mix. it also dropped Howard Stern's syndicated radio show from six of its stations after the FCC imposed a $495,000 indecency fine in February. Now another Stern carrier, Infinity Broadcasting, is also facing huge fines against the Howard Stern show. While Stern calls himself the king of all media, the real king, at least in terms of FCC fines, is Bubba the Love Sponge. Joining us oh. for this exclusive interview is... What a good setup, huh? Yeah. Bubba the Love Sponge Clem. Yes, that really is his real name. He legally changed it, and it's good to see you. I've been nice. on your radio show. Nice to have you on my program. Thank you. Thank you. I, I'm, I'm, I, I thank you very much. First of all, let's get over the name thing. Why did you change your name to that? Your, your mother called you Todd I for was, a kid. Yeah, I was always Bubba Clem. Uh, I don't want to play that. with the girls since 1990s. What on earth can anyone say that's that expensive? What'd you do? Well, you know, Deborah, I just did my show that I've been doing for 13 years in, in Tampa, Florida, and then syndicated throughout America. And I'd never been given notice that anything is, you know, in the vague rules that we have in our government as to the community standards. And this particular situation was a Scooby-Doo parody element that had Scooby uh, and George Jetson going down and buying. Scooby got fired from his job and was buying some crack and picking up some hookers or something like that. And it was, you know, again, my show is for adults. You know, I'm number one with adults, 2554. I'm dead last with children. I tell kids not to listen to my show. Do you really? You go on the air and say, oh. kids, if you're listening, change the channel? Oh, we run disclaimers. They said if you're under the age of 18, absolutely, do not listen to the Bubba the Love Sponge But show. isn't that a bit of an attraction? Come on. You know, if you're under 18, like, The only yeah. thing attraction is how fucking hot you are. There's something really <laughs> want you. We gotta listen. Well, but, you know, I can, I can show you tons and tons of phone calls, hundreds of them, where kids would call in. I'd say, listen, don't, you know, Tell your mom and dad they're not being responsible. Are they are they around? What kind of mom and dads are they? We're talking about you know adult content today. Don't 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 listen to my show. Were you worried that 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 was going to get you in trouble? I mean, is that why you were admonishing the kids who would call in? Don't because you knew this was not appropriate for kids and it could get you into trouble if the right person got annoyed enough. Yeah, Doug Vanderlyn, mm-hmm. who was a coxball 
God, Anna Cox has fucked me a lot, have they not? Yeah, they have. Fuck. Not the only fucked, ones, too. Fucked me, hired me, then fucked me. That's what they did. Mm-hmm. No, you know, I'm a father myself of a little of a little baby boy, and I wouldn't want my son growing up through until he was an adult to be to be exposed to my adult entertainment show that I do, you know, for adults. So I wasn't really thinking of any type of hindsight as to whether I'm going to get in trouble or not. I just, as a responsible 37, 38-year-old guy, I'm like, you know, when you have girls in the studio and you're doing the various things that we do that are for adults, it, it had nothing to do with covering my butt or anything like that. It had everything to do with what I truly feel. I want to hear some of your radio show. We've got some clips to play in a second, but I'm really curious about what Scooby-Doo and George Jackson, George Jetson did that was so offensive that a viewer, a listener called in, and when the FCC ultimately went through the process, they said, yes, this is indecent, and it's indecent so many times on all of your stations, the four stations primarily, seven, seven stations yes. in Florida primarily in which you broadcast, it's going to cost clear channel communications. What exactly did you say? Because this is cable. We can say things, but do remember that right. there know, might be some children in our audience. Right. Well, you know, Deborah, to, to be honest with you, one of my producers was a produced element by one of my writers, and I don't really necessarily remember what was said. I mean, you guys may have it or may not, but, I mean, there was nothing other. We beeped out the necessary words, whether it was any type of woman's anatomy or whatever, but it basically the premise was that Scooby was down on his luck, and he went and he smoked some crack cocaine, and we were all speaking in Justin and parody, and him and George Judson went down to, a, to, a, to the crack house and put, picked up some hookers. And that's really the extent of it. It's not anything. It wasn't really... what they did with the hookers. No, there was got... and, and and let's not talk. It's cartoon characters. Yeah. Oh no, there wasn't. There wasn't anything sexual as far as them having intercourse or anything like that. No. But the the person who complained on me spun it as you know. Well, since it's a cart, and the FCC subsequently ruled. And this is this is this is very uh, germane. Listen to this. The FCC ruled that because it was a cartoon on a that kids might be more likely to tune in because we were doing cartoon stuff. Even though I had, I, I was like, didn't have like not even a 0.3 share in kids. Like no kids. <clears throat> but because it was a cartoon, they used that against me. Right. Saying that kids, oh, they might think it's a cartoon and listen. Well, because it was a cartoon, kids would be more apt to listen to that particular segment above a show and cartoons could attract children. Meanwhile, if you do your due diligence, my show rates dead last with children. Mm-hmm. You said that. I, I have virtually, I'm virtually have zero listeners, children at 12 to 17. And yet the FCC <clears throat> is really pretty specific about what you can't do between the hours of 6 in the morning, which is when your show would begin, and 10 o'clock at night. And what it says is that language or material that in context depicts or describes in terms patently offensive as measured by contemporary community standards, uh, sexual or excretory organs or activities in decent programming contains patently offensive sexual and excretory references, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's a reasonable risk that children may be in the audience. It ends. That was the part that gotcha. It's reasonable to expect that seven, eight, nine in the morning, kids are up. Well, you know. It- you have to be almost an attorney to be able to interpret that. And I'm a broadcaster and I'm an entertainer. And I've been doing this for 18 years. And on this particular town and this particular syndication venue, all over America for 13 of them. And for years and years, been number one by the community. Doing this kind doing, of material. I've not veered from this male skewing uh, a, a guy locker room type mentality ever. Well, never, let's, never. let's give our listeners a, a chance to hear. This is a little bit that you. <clears throat> I think I did pretty good here. You did. Did on uh, your, your program uh, in which. Uh, she got me one time, though. 
This was the one time I did real good with her. And then, let me, she had me on another time, and I had my defense down thinking she'd softball me again. She, she fucked you, not in a good fl- way. She filleted me. It's, it's, it's called red- God, she's so fucking hot. Rednecks want boobs. And it's a story of what happens when some guy has a fantasy and calls in. Let's listen. Okay. We want to do a damn... Uh... One of them, uh, the mother-daughter things. One of them ancestors things. <laughs> yeah. have, you, have you had sexual relations with your stepdaughter? No, I have not. First of all, let me ask, how old is she? Uh, my stepdaughter is 19. Right. And your and your wife is what? My, my wife is 39. Right. Do you look at your 19-year-old stepdaughter in a you know in a sexy kind of way? <laughs> oh no, man, I can't do that, man. Well, you say you can't do it, but do you do it, sir? I know you're not supposed to. <laughs> can't. Right. You, you can't. You can't help but think about it. But no, man, I don't do that. Man. That's the kind of stuff. That's funny as hell. Mm-hmm. Stuff that would be on the Bubba the Love Sponge show. Oh, yeah. Fairly regularly. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I take calls occasionally. And, and that I, was a real caller? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, I don't do anything. For fake. sure? For sure. I, I, I raise my hand. I don't prefabricate. I go right to my phone calls unscreened. No producers, no phone editors, nobody like that. And, you know, I, uh, I blend. I, and, I, and I'm a chameleon as far as what I'm working with. And I obviously had a, a redneck individual. So, you know, when we, and us men, and whether it's appropriate for this show or not, but when we're making fun of rednecks, we're making fun of, you know, you know incest and banjos and pickup trucks and beer drinking and stuff like that. That's just, you know, if we're going to be truthful about it, that's the way we think. And if you're going to be a smart ass about it or whatever, that's the way I was thinking that particular day. So I was drilling him, drilling him on that, trying to, trying to like, you know, uh, you know, get him, trying to, you know, see if he bite on that. When did you do that? When did you do that bit? Oh God, I probably three, four years ago. And that didn't get you in trouble. Oh, no. But the George the Jet, George Jetson and, and Scooby Doo did. <laughs> Has the community standard changed if your radio broadcast didn't? Why are you, did you get in trouble now? Because I got one guy that was hired oh, by a, by a radio station to lay on me for three years and send incessantly FCC fucking violation willies. We lose your show because of something that's fairly similar to what you've done three four years ago. Because we're eight months from an election. That's why. So you you would be right there next to Howard Stern when he says a lot of what's going on is all politically motivated. Before Howard was saying that, I was saying it in December and January. This is a religious right-wing witch hunt is what it is. It's the same type of witch hunt they were on when they had the big rugged V-chip has to be in every television. Meanwhile, the V-chip, V-chips cost each individual television 50 extra dollars that gets put into this country, and the usage of V-chips are less than 3% nationwide, and violence in television has not settled down at all. Boom! Boom. Damn. Yeah, Drop it's mic. the same political witch hunt they're on now. These congressmen and these senators want to be able to go back and say, I got Bubba the Love Sponge fired. I'm messing with Howard Stern. We're trying to clean up the airways. Keep America safe. Keep America safe. Keep America strong. You know what? What a bunch of hypocrites. But a lot of people say that the, the starting point, the firing gun, was Janet Jackson and the flash on the Super Bowl. You're saying it began before that. I think that we have we have a uh, a political some type of political agenda every four years. The Republicans and the Democrat, you know, politics. I think Janet Jackson definitely definitely lit a lit a fuel to this, to this particular fire. Uh, and this, this, you know, what turned out to be a television issue is now a radio issue. Mm-hmm. Bono and the Golden Globes. Um, Janet Jackson with 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 uh... Uh, Bono and the Golden Globes says fucking brilliant. Yeah.
and uh, NBC, whoever, no, no fine. Uh, with the Super Bowl. Diane Keaton in the Golden Globes with the S word. Mm -hmm. uh, but, one of the NASCAR guys who let one slip in a post-race uh, interview. But uh, Shaquille O'Neal uh, recently, just two times, now been suspended for a game or so by Mr. Stern. Uh, now, what's the, what's the most obvious topic? target bubble the love sponge and i'm done i'm gone and howard stern but there's a big difference there's it's a public see i think she's being super fair mm -hmm. utility over which you do your radio show what we do here on msnbc is cable people pay to have it brought into their homes it's that little pipe or the fiber or whatever that gets it in there and we're not going to get in there with you going over mm -hmm. the public's airwaves those airwaves over which your radio show broadcasts belong to everybody True. and they have a right to say the appropriate material at the appropriate time of day. Why couldn't you take your show, do it after 10 o'clock at night? Well, you know, Deborah, the public speaks every day with their wallet. Every day the consumers of America speak with their wallet. And if something's objectionable or something's reality-based or something's sexual-based or Playboy magazine or the Bubba the Love Sponge show and it doesn't work, regardless of what time it is, okay? If it doesn't work, it's too offensive, it's, it's indecent, I won't be here. It wouldn't have taken the federal government to, got me, to get me thrown off the radio. It would have taken the, the people who, have, who owned whatever genre I was on. I want they, to listen to the owner, uh, the, the, the chief executive of the, uh, the genre that you were on, the head of uh, Clear Channel Communications, John Hogan. The president of the company had something to say in front of the U.S. House. Let's listen. I've read the transcripts of the Bubba radio show. As a broadcaster, as the CEO, and as the father of a nine-year-old girl, I'm ashamed to be associated in any way with those words. They're tasteless, they're vulgar, they should not, do not, and will not represent what our radio stations are all about. How'd you feel when he made those statements before Congress? Sad, very, very sad. Why? Because um, I, in my personal opinion, feel as if that uh, um, I have no Ill, Ill feelings towards Clear Channel. Clear, in my opinion, Clear Channel was forced to do this. Mr. Hogan didn't want to be, in my opinion, Mr. Hogan didn't want to be in front of Congress. Nobody wants to be there. Mm -hmm. He had to be there, and he had to do what he had to do, and that's get rid of me. Do you see it going further? Oh, absolutely. I was the first. I won't be the last, but I was the first. It's a very scary environment we're in right now. You know, there's, there's different situations for different strokes for different folks. And uh, again, the, uh, the American public votes with their wallet every day. If what I did was too raunchy and didn't work, I would have been a flop and a failure when I got in radio in 86. Howard would be too, but there's a big market for that. And, uh, and, and, and it's sad, it's very sad what these political, uh, these congressmen and these senators are doing to us right now. We'll take a break right there. We'll be back more with Bubba the Love Sponge after mm -hmm. this. Yeah. I commend you, Mr. Hogan, for dumping Bubba the Love Sponge into the garbage disposal and for suspending Howard Stern's program on Clear Channel Station. Fucking nerd. Now with radio jock uh, Bubba the Love Sponge. I think they have me on the entire show, Lummy. I think so too. The entire show. Sponge, who was fired by his radio syndicators on the ground. Lightning should be happy, don't you think? Grounds yeah, of indecency. Before we went into the break, you were talking about um, an attack, if you will, on the kind of radio programming that you've been doing. Obviously, people cared. Someone called into the FCC, no, took one the guy. time to write a letter, and said, This is wrong it shouldn't be on the air. So while you say, yeah, we're making money hand over fist, the other people are offended by it. One person. I have a million listeners. 
one person that was represented by a Washington Washington D.C. attorney for free. One person out of a million. Oh yeah, Anna. They they lawyered him up with a Washington-based uh, D.C. lawyer mm-hmm. that was a former FCC commissioner that fucking knew how to fill out all the forms. One person out of a million. What's the statistics on that? It's not. It's you know. I could be offended at any given time by any particular thing that you say, and you're not offensive. By all means, you're not. You do a great show. It's just if you give. They've now, the FCC has given these, you know, now you don't need a transcript. Now you can just call and report it. Mm. And, 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 so you don't need proof. Oh. And that's right. You, you, you really think it's the beginning of a winch hunt. Oh, the guy from West Palm Beach on a Clear Channel station, they had no tape and no transcript, but they had a woman, a 45-year-old woman, called the FCC and was able to describe what she heard. What's stopping radio station A just to pay people to listen to radio station B to do nothing but transcribe tapes all day? The FCC has just... That's what they do. ...just opened up a, an unbelievable can of I believe that we need to have some regulation. But tell the broadcasters of America what those rules are. Everybody wants to be responsible. I don't want to be here with no job right now. I had a great thing going. Uh, but tell me what a community standard in Salt Lake City as compared to Tulsa, Oklahoma, as compared to Tampa, who has more gentlemen's clubs than we have churches, is. Congress has got a couple of measures pending right now. One of the House would... I'm still kind of fat there, Lummi. I think I'm thinner now. Increase the fine. Yeah. I think I'm side thinner. I think I'm a, side, a little side fatter yeah. there. Per indecent um, act or utterance on the radio to some astronomical heights. And you would have been happy to get away with $715,000 oh. if the new rule had been in place. It sounds like what you're saying is beyond just thinking about fines, someone in a position of authority needs to be thinking about what is appropriate to say. But the FCC says they've already done that. Yeah, by the gray community standards moniker. What is a community standards? I mean, you and I can go in the streets of New York right now and see the nicest of nice and the worst of worst, and the community in itself is, you know, sets its standards. It's just, it's very, very, it's a very, very trying time we're going through. And let's not forget that the First Amendment issue here, too. There's a huge First Amendment issue. And, and, and we've not even begun to get into that. We could be here for three more days talking about that. It's the First Amendment because it's the most important. See, my own thing is I, I've been on your show and I made you tone it down when right. I came on. I and said, I, I'll come and be on your show, but you can't. She did. She would be on my show and I have to, like, you know, softball. Right? And I knew that and I was good with it. I'll leave that right. girly stuff alone. And, you know, like, I knew I was dealing with fun. you. Yeah. And I, but I had that redneck on the phone prior, maybe the day or day after, and I knew I was dealing with a heathen. Some guy that's. <laughs> Drink it, you know, drinking Miller Lights and getting drunk. So I'll treat this guy A, and I'll treat Deborah Norville, who is who is very respectful and very newsworthy as such. When I have girls from Mons Venus in there, I'm going to treat them as such, and I'm going to make my show adult, and I'm going to emphasize these are from it's for adults, and I'm yeah. not going to be hypocritical, and I'm not going to be fake. I'm going to be a real man that's 38 years old that acts like a real man. That also has a two-year-old little boy. That also goes to church on Sunday. Absolutely. I think when people learn more about your personal life, they're kind yeah. of amazed. I'm a regular do what guy. You do on the radio. I carry pictures. And so, Anna, I even Tom Bean told me, "Let's get Tyler in and have your wallet. You know, I don't carry a wallet. Have your wallet ready with pictures of your son, like the average guy does. Watch me whip it out, Anna. Sure, my little boy right here. 
I carry a picture of my little boy Tyler um, with me. There's Does his he know what's going uncle, on with Uncle Hulkster. Uncle, uncle Hulk, uh, Hulk Hogan. Hogan, yeah. He's one of my best friends. Um, there, there's Tyler, and when I did a food, when I did a fundraiser for the children on the radio, Sweet. Uh, you know, I didn't have any objectionable broadcast when I had my son say his first couple words, truck and bike and dog. Uh, so I'm a, I'm a 30, 38, soon to be 38 year old man that is an entertainer. I. I do a adult skewing men-based show for 20 hours a week, and I don't have the the luxury of having. I mean, this might be one of the most national, um, extensive things done. Fair, oh, yeah. fair things the done. Visual effect, so I have an audio effect, and some of it is smoke and mirrors, and some of it is sound effects, and and sometimes there's a lot of hyperbole and parody, but it's not illegal. Yeah. Not it shouldn't be illegal in this country. Now, if it was rated X. It's illegal, but my show's nothing more than rated R. You can go to any rated R theater. You can go to any. You can watch anything on. My show's Jackass with a little bit of South Park. That's what my show is. Can Can you take that show somewhere else? Yes. Can you find a radio station? Can you find a satellite broadcaster that would put you on the air? Yes, I can. You're going to be on. Um, I'm in negotiations with a couple other different situations and. In actuality, Dad, brother, this could be the best thing that ever happened to me. Not that I can go hog wild now if I'm on satellite radio, but I don't. I have another barrier uh, of insurance. I have the subscription portion. My show's not going to have you know penetration now or which we did, you know, anything like that, mm -hmm. like it never had. But we can do what we used to do. Will you do stuff like salad tossing? Mona, look at her. Get in there, girl. Get in there and get some of that. Just another bit. Let's give a listen, and we'll see if it's something that would still be part of Bubba the Love Sponge. Absolutely. Salad tossing is either you, a guy doing it to a girl, or a girl doing it to you. Um, <laughs> do you have a, any idea what it may be, what salad tossing is? Are you asking me? Yeah. No. What do you think well, it is? Oral? Yes. It has to do with that. It yeah. has to do with oral. You said your audience was like young men, 25 years old. That sounded like someone from the nursing home. But she wasn't a kid, was she? No, she wasn't okay. a kid. <laughs> mm -hmm. She was so far off this, you know, I couldn't get in trouble with her. She's almost dead. Now, to me, that was just sort of dumb and raunchy and stupid. Right. And, but, you Not know, did, terribly did, clever, to did, be honest with did, you. But did we talk about what salad tossing was? Did I, did I describe? I, I simply it's said... It's the mind. It's exactly. the listener figuring it out. So, but, and that's what a lot of your stuff is. I want to go through... Um, Oprah did Bubba a thing speak. on... So, Bubba speak. Please okay. do. Swerve. Means, uh, you know, uh, uh, swerve means, you know, I'm, not being, I'm trying, to, trying to mislead you. Okay. Uh, gimmick. You know, gimmick is a one is an unbelievable word that I picked up from my good friend Hulk Hogan. And gimmick could be anything. I could be like, man, it's a nice necklace gimmick, or you know, man, I like to see her gimmicks. She's got nice gimmicks, or I put that in that's there. That's one heck of a gimmick. That boy, yeah, wow. And well, that could be anything. Once you whip out those two gimmicks, something like that. It, gimmick can be anything, you know. And you can also. Uh, Deborah was running a little loose with me, don't you think? She was. Mm -hmm. so say the words that the FCC and George Carlin in his bit said you can't say on the radio if you interchange certain letters. Right. Like. Well, no, you can't anymore, Deborah. I mean, so what can and can't, Deborah? I can't sit here today, look you straight face, and tell you what I can and cannot say because in today's environment, if I say, you know, hey, this is Bob with the Love Sponge, and I got some chicks in here, and they're whipping out their gimmicks. Well, what am I talking about? I think you and I probably know. But at the end of the day, I don't think the word gimmick is illegal. I don't think that's one of the seven dirty words. It's mm -hmm. not, you know, I can see Congress talk about gimmicks. But, but, but at the end of the day, in today's witch hunt, mm -hmm. religious, no separation between church and state environment, 
it's not right. Not all of the stunts have to do with sexual activity. Not at all. There was one a couple of years ago that got you into a great deal of trouble. Oh, you knew she was going to trouble. It was a stunt that involved a hunter and a wild pig and a barbecue. Right. And uh, here we see part of the situation. Tell us what's going on. I hate watching this. On here. Well, we had Bubba's Roadkill Barbecue, and uh, I had a hunter came down, and we were initially going to have people just bring simply that roadkill stuff they found on the road. Possums and, and stuff. Raccoons and squirrels, and that's where it started out. And then all of a sudden, this hunter called up and said, I, "I'm a hunt professional trapper. Uh, I've trapped over 600 hogs in my lifetime, and and these kind of hogs are what." Florida has. We have a bunch of those. And uh, he said, I, I want to, you know, slaughter it and butcher it and we'll, we'll eat it. Like a lot of churches do and uh, for various fundraisers and stuff. And I was in the studio and this was happening in the parking lot. So I said, well, yeah, I don't think that's a problem. I didn't think it was a problem. I, I have dogs, cats. I've never... I, I, you ever killed them on the air. No, nor would I. And so uh, this guy, uh, I said, well, you know, he goes, I'm going to kill it the way we, the way you kill it and butcher and quarter a hog. And so and he's describing this on the radio. Yeah. Well, my producers out there with a the cell phone and then, you know, they killed it. They, uh, they butchered it, they quartered it and they ate it. And then PETA organized it and, and I got put on trial for being cruel to the animals. And they, and, and I was found not guilty because it wasn't cruel to animals. Because he was a professional, a professional hunter. It, it was distasteful, Deborah. It was distasteful and I would never do it in a million years again. And I'm not going to try to plead and sit here and say that, you know, innocent me, but I didn't know mm. what was going to happen. They killed it, and I've seen the video, and it is offensive, and it is not right. But unfortunately, we like to buy our meat prepackaged, and we don't know how it comes, and that's how they do it in the, in the wild. Part of uh, getting an audience is sometimes, in your business, pushing the envelope. Man, she, she just, like, fucking completely is putting me over. Hello. Is there anything... I love her. That you've done pushing the envelope that now in retrospect, at this period in your career, you wish you hadn't. That. The pig. The hog deal. Yeah. Um, Bubba the Love Sponge, it's uh, always great to see you. Um, it's been an interesting uh, God, she's so... chapter. You're and... pretty in person, too, well, let me tell you. You're, you know, you've got a face made for radio. What can I say? <laughs> Easy. Ouch, what a bitch. I was trying to put it over. <laughs> oh, no, I was trying to put over, and she shot me right she, the fuck down. Three red into the bus. Too, huh? <laughs> <laughs> we wish you well. Keep us posted on what happened. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Yeah, thank you, Darren. And one more note about the firing of Bubba the Love Sponge. We asked Clear Channel Radio CEO John Hogan to come on our program, but he declined. Oh, mm. why did you I decline? I think that was a big put-over session. Hey. Uh, last part. No, not last part. Uh, well, yeah. yeah. Cunt. Bitch. Lummy. Oh. Uh, Lummy, you know what? You should reach out to Deborah Norville and see if she'd yeah, want to... She's a great person. I'll reach out to her. Hey, she's man. Bubba was just yeah. watching some old tapes and wanted to know if he wanted to... Come on the show. He'll she's throw so cute. You, she'll, she'll throw you nothing but softballs. I think she still does Inside Edition. I it think. Does, yeah, I was looking her up. Ah, there you go. The six out of seven FCC finds. Anna will also have them make tomorrow. This, you have to get this up fairly quickly. Uh, I have to get this up in six minutes. Right. Okay, there you go. So sorry. <laughs> so, you know, you can sprinkle in them throughout the week. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Just denote them 